0: So yeah, so I was thinking that this could be the start of a new type of series that we do. Like news? It's like news or like something something explained, you know, like the NPM debacle explained.
1: Should I do some like a different song, like a newsy type song? (laughs) Uh, If you you want. We should talk in in like old-timey newsy voices. And this time... <laughs> in current news,
0: <laughs> I wouldn't be able to give a straight <laughs> face.
1: Well, Adam, I must say I am quite shocked. Quite shocked indeed. This just in.
0: Okay, yeah, I was going to try to do it, but. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This just didn't kick (laughs) (laughs) Today, we're going to start something new It's been two weeks, so we're going to try something a little bit exciting A little bit tantalizing Maybe even intrigue, if you will I just finished Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, the movie So I'm all into the noir mood So if I can spin this news story that we're going to talk about the most newer way I can, I will fail miserably, and uh, it won't pan out. So anyways, Adam, yeah. why don't you uh, kick us off with our, <laughs> with our uh, story today?
0: Yeah, so earlier last week, there was this uh, NPM fiasco, and some of the headlines are things like how one guy broke the internet with 11 lines of code. And so, for people listening to this, it may either be like uh, old news because it was last week, or it. But there, you know, there's still um, there's still articles coming out about it, and people are trying to figure out how to prevent this in the future. Or maybe you never heard of it because he actually only broke the internet for about ten minutes,
1: <laughs> which is for the internet and any apps that we're using. MPM, which is a huge amount, a really big deal. So I guess let's go into the story a little bit, uh, and then we'll start we'll start yeah. with some commentary even about what that means uh, as far as and what that means as far as uh, coding and programming and kind of the the examples that this is of the yeah, anyways. <laughs> I mean, like, I had a brain fart, yeah. like, right in the middle of that. Essentially, what I'm trying to say is this has some kind of meaning to it that I think we could talk about.
0: So, what happened was, there's this guy named Azer, I I, I don't remember his last name,
1: Kukuli? Kukulu, or something like that. It's got, like, a, a little symbol here, I don't know how, to, he how you pronounce had,
0: it. He had tons and tons of packages up on NPM, and... One of them was named Kick, K-I-K, and apparently there's this other company called Kick. I don't know. Have you heard of this company?
1: And it's like a messaging oh yeah app or something like and that. And
0: so he had this Kick thing up on npm, and then Kick like asked him to take it down or rename it or whatever, and he was like, no. And then uh, so then Kick went to npm and made, and then npm took it down. And then, and then this Azure guy, he got so mad that npm took down Kick, that he decided to just take down all of his modules, you know, like over 250. And one of them was super popular. It was called Left Pad, and it was used by things like Babel, and like almost everything uses Babel now because it, you know, compiles the code, and uh, that broke essentially broke the internet because no one could run NPM install anymore or compile their code.
1: So you know how like Kim Kardashian's stupid and really annoying, but she's been trying to break the internet for so long and they've got this really dumb saying now that everyone uses, well, we're using this in the literal sense. It has broken the internet. <laughs> like it, it did it uh, for a short period of time. And I just wanted to read a quote from uh, Azer Azir or Azar however you say his name um, that I thought was kind of interesting he says, the situation made me realize that NPM is someone's private land where corporate is more powerful than people and I do open source because power to the people. Summary NPM is no longer a place that I'll share my open source work at so I've unpublished all my modules and basically that all went, made everything go Pfft. well anything that was using uh, Babel and then his yeah. obviously modules. Yeah. As well. I love
0: that. That's a, that's from his post on, uh, medium. And, um, what I think is funny about this whole thing is that it's just 11 lines of code. It's just this little, I've yeah. never heard of this left pad before, but apparently it's a simple function where you can pass in a string and then a number, and then it pads that number on the left side with like, um, Whatever character you want. I think the the default is a a space, and so if you pass in a a character that's already six letters long, and you pass in a six, it actually does nothing. But if you pass in a character that's six letters long and give the number ten, it'll
1: put four spaces in front of it. Interesting. And how is that useful? I have no idea. <laughs> but apparently, apparently yeah, it really basically, is very useful. NPM now
0: is just full of tons and tons of tiny possibly one-line functions. So 11 lines is actually kind of long. Some of them are one-line. And they're just useful things at at the simplest possible function that might be useful.
1: What I think is really interesting about this, kind of just talking about what, uh, what you said, is it shows how fragile the Internet can really be. Um, and, and there's a lot of arguments that can be brought up around this. There's a lot of arguments that are brought up around what happened legally, right? With kick and, uh, MPM and kick asking them to take down the stuff and, and it, it goes, so there's a lot of different things that you could speak to. One of them is open source and the freedom to, uh, work as you want without having to be pressured and pressed upon by corporate. Uh, And then secondly, obviously, like how fragile the internet actually is. And then thirdly, another, I mean, there's a lot of arguments you talk about, but another third one that I was thinking about, should you be able to ruin someone else's stuff just because you want to make a point? Um, A lot of people depended on this module, and this thing, and and Azer yeah. decided to make a point by this 11 lines of code. Um, and is that fair to do? Like, his point is noted, but is it fair? Um, so it brings up a lot of questions. Yeah, and I think arguments. that's
0: one of the things where, going forward, it's probably – NPM probably going to make it harder to unpublish code once, once it's published. Mm-hmm. But, I mean – Unpublishing code isn't the only way he could have ruined everyone's code. He could have just uh he could have updated his code in a malicious way and then pushed a new
1: version number. Right. True. And then everyone would have downloaded yeah, that. Yeah, because and... a lot of
0: people will depend on these dependencies using Simver, which is like a very specific way of doing your version numbers, where you have major, minor, and patch. It's like a, a number dot a major dot minor dot patch. And if you do a patch, there should be no breaking changes. It should just be bug fixes. But if people don't follow um Simver correctly and they do a breaking change and then do a patch update, all of a sudden they broke in people's code as well.
1: So it's funny because things like this, though they may seem sort of unrelated to the larger uh, corporate versus open source versus government argument that tends to come up around the internet, especially right now, it's a really big topic uh, with you know the FBI being able to hack um, mobile devices, the safety of data, and all this stuff. like like what is proprietary on the internet? What should we make a little bit more proprietary? Um, but at the same time, there's like this little other argument that can sometimes that is connected and can sometimes influence the, the heat, I guess you can say, uh, like in the end, what kind of influence will this have on the people who are fighting for more restrictions in the internet? You know, um, this would probably have a negative effect on them they'll point to this and say look at what one man can do one person can do it without if we don't put uh laws and restrictions and stuff like that yeah
0: i mean so one of the one of the possible reactions to this is to stop relying on these tons and tons of these tiny little npm packages and just write your own code or just copy and paste code into your into your project so that's that's kind of what some people are advocating for. And it's kind of the opposite extreme because then, then really you're duplicating a bunch of the same effort and you may not be writing that, that one line function. You may not be writing it as well as, um, having it as a package that everyone can contribute to. So it's
1: super interesting. It's, it's interesting for the future of NPM, uh, very soon here. We'll see probably some changes coming in, uh, it's interesting for the future for competitors, other people that might be coming forward and saying, hey, we've never had this issue. You should use yes. us. But I think actually there's some <laughs> articles then,
0: about Brendan Nike and how he was uh, taken off guard by this whole situation. And yeah, I, think, I think there's going to be some uh, competitors to, to uh, NPM.
1: To capitalize on the issue. Yeah.
0: I think actually Mike Bostock came out with a package manager a while back. Yeah, Mike Bostock came out with a package manager called Crom, and it uh, wasn't necessarily in response to this event, but I'm sure he had some sort of issues with the existing package managers that are out there. And and apparently it's not it's not in production. It's just a thought experiment.
1: Interesting. So, yeah, that's about it. Uh, I think you know it's funny because I feel like typically, unless we're having this that larger argument that I keep talking about uh the internet and web development and programming seems pretty chill, uh, and mostly we're we're raving about new versions of JavaScript or new versions of frameworks, mm. <laughs> you know like things that are not like super like controversial. Um, Controversial, yeah, yeah, exactly. You
0: know, I just I think it's so so funny how all these companies have come to rely so much on open source.
1: Yeah, well, and I think it's it's a lot of it is with this uh, startups, you know, trying to be cheap and open source is free, so it's nice because you get the the benefit of tons of developers. Um, working and most of these developers are super expert developers and uh without the the cost of paying Hmm. dollar signs could you imagine if you had to pay for frameworks yeah i
0: mean i don't i don't even know how that would work
1: yeah they could they could do that it would be easy all they have to do is hey do you want to uh do you want um access to this and honestly, all it takes is three major frameworks that everyone depends on to say we're now charging. But then
0: couldn't you just uh, distribute it to all your friends? Unless
1: they, they can put restrictions on it. I mean, I'm, I'm sure where there's a will, there's a way. Like don't underestimate the passion of geniuses wanting to do innovative things. And don't underestimate the passion of rich people wanting to get richer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always say. That's what you always say. I always say it. I say it when I wake up. I said it just now. Yeah, I'm gonna say it in probably five minutes after we're done. Nice, just to myself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't forget. Never forget. <laughs> All right, is that is that it? I think that's it. Yeah, let's just uh, let's just end this, dude. It's getting it's leaving a bad taste in my mouth because I'm like. Worried for the future, dude. We need to end on a happy note. Um, goats. Goats are the new cats. Just want to throw that out there. Goats. Yeah, goats are the new cats. They are the weirdest freaking animals in the world, and I don't think like cats. I don't think they're aware of just how weird they are. They're totally fine with it. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we should put some goat links at the end. I can see like really that funny goat links.
0: Yeah, because cats are basically like cuddly cactuses. Yeah. And, and goats with their horns and their head butting. I could see them being like like that.
1: Like goofy jerks. That's what they are. Like They look goofy, and then the next thing you see in the video that you're watching is them hopping around, pushing off other animals. While simultaneously being super cute, right? Uh, I don't know about cute, but goofy is all out. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have a I have to show you this video if I can find it.
0: Okay, we'll put it in the show notes.
1: Alright. So you wanna end us, Adam? You wanna kick us out here? Yeah. So as you
0: guys know, we love hearing from you. You can tweet to us at Web of Tomorrow FM. We're online at Web of Tomorrow dot com. You can leave us a review in iTunes and Riley's laughing at me.
1: No, I'm laughing at this Go oh. video. Here it is. Next time on the web of tomorrow, we'll talk about the secret sauce to being the best program in the world. Here's a hint two parts cinnamon, three parts honey. <laughs>